You are listening to episode 35 of the Remind Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Remind Yourself podcast, the podcast for physician moms just like you who want to ditch mom guilt, stop yelling, and start enjoying their lives today. I'm your host, Michelle Chestovich, certified life coach, family physician, and mom of four. If you want to overcome overwhelm for once and for all, this is the place for you. Hello, Mama Docs. Welcome back. I'm so glad you're here. Last week was a particularly challenging week for me. Why? Because it was leading up to National Physician Suicide Awareness Day. And as many of you know, I lost my dear younger sister this past spring to suicide. She was a young physician mom who was struggling, and we didn't know. So I was going to be speaking at a vigil in her honor, as I mentioned on the podcast last week, which was a wonderful tribute to her and another physician mom that we recently lost. And I was also going back to my alma mater, the University of Minnesota, this past Friday to speak to some residents about physician suicide. I wanted to raise awareness and to start the conversation about where we need to go from here. Now, I've never wanted to be a speaker, but I was invited by a chief resident earlier in the spring, and I thought to myself, yes, I must do this in honor of Gretchen. I must continue to raise awareness and have this important conversation. And as I was getting ready for my speech, I thought to myself, you know, there's such a spectrum of mental health in our society. There's on one side, everyone's feeling great. And on the far extreme is when someone has perhaps severe depression or anxiety. I'm hoping at that point that you're seeing a therapist or a physician and being regularly monitored. But I was thinking through, what about the whole middle zone that many of us live in, right? This gray zone of emotion. And I started thinking to myself, how do we know if we're getting into trouble? Because here's the deal. I don't think my sister knew how bad it was getting. Yes, she knew she had anxiety. She had reached out and was seeing somebody. But I don't think she knew it was getting more severe. Certainly her siblings all in medicine and her partner loving and kind, we didn't recognize the signs. So as, as I was preparing to speak to the residents, I started thinking, hmm, what are the signs? Now, certainly, if we're filling out a PHQ-9 or a G87, we can grade ourselves, right? And there may have been some times in my past when I've given it to the patient, I've sneaked one aside for me to fill out. And I thought to myself, yeah, I should probably talk to someone and get some help for my anxiety. But I digress. Because again, so many of us live in this gray zone in the middle, and we think everything is going okay, and that it's just supposed to be so hard. So I started thinking to myself, in medicine, we have algorithms when things get really tough. I started thinking back to ACLS and how when things get challenging, we have a protocol. Perhaps we need something like that for our lives. I want to share with you a story that I mentioned in episode 11. That was the story on exhaustion that I shared with you the week after my sister died about how we should see exhaustion as a vital sign. 
And I mentioned to you that a few nights before she died, we spoke on the phone and she shared with me a story I had never heard before. And in fact, she said that someday she wanted to come on my podcast and share it with all of you. Unfortunately, she's not here to share the story, but I will share the story. It's a wonderful story. So here we go. So as you've heard before, I come from a family of healers. My older brother is a physician. I'm a physician. My younger sister is a dermatologist. And my baby sister, Gretchen, was a radiologist. So she got wisdom from all of us over the years, right? Probably some of it that she didn't even want, right? Because that's what we siblings do. At any rate, we were so proud of her and she was so excited to begin her intern year. She shared with my brother that she was feeling a little bit nervous about going to her first code. And he shared with her some wisdom. I didn't receive this wisdom and I wish I had. This is the wisdom that he shared. He said, Gretchen, no problem. You follow the algorithm. And here's my other suggestion. Don't run to the code. So Gretchen is on her first week of rotations as an intern. And what happens one evening? Of course, there's an announcement on the hospital overhead speakers. Your attention, please. Your attention, please. Code blue, room 250. So Gretchen, her eyes got wide. She got ready to go. And then she remembered the wise words from her brothers. Don't run to a code. And just when she was thinking about where she needed to go, she looked up to assess where she was in the hospital. And lo and behold, she was right outside of room 250. Yes, folks, she was the first one on the scene. So she tapped into her first responder training that she had had prior to becoming a ski patroller. She had become an EMT. And she thought to herself, the first thing I need to do is start compressions. So she went into the room, started compressions. Before you know it, a whole crew had gathered, had come running to her aid, and they helped the patient with ACLS. There was a protocol that was followed. And this just got me thinking, what if we had a protocol for life? What is our code for life? Now, I don't have all the answers, but I think it's important for us to start to become more self-aware about what is going on with ourselves and with our colleagues, to realize are we tiptoeing or perhaps running head-on into danger. That's what we want to avoid. So I came up with a little mnemonic using the word code, right, since it's based on the story of a code. And this is what I'm thinking. C, perhaps you're complaining more. Perhaps you're crying more often. Again, Perhaps you can't imagine doing one more thing. I would love to hear what your suggestions for C are. But something just to become aware of. Oh, I thought to myself, overwhelm. When everything just begins to be too much, that to me is overwhelm. When you feel like you're walking through quicksand every day, one more thing is going to break you. That's a sign that you may be getting into trouble. When you start to have obsessive thought, our brains love to be efficient and get into spin cycles of thoughts. And if we're ruminating on things that aren't positive and are making us feel negative, for example, I can't do this job anymore, I'm not good enough, everyone else is better, that would be one particular spin cycle that would not be healthy. 
That's something to consider. Again, am I having obsessive thoughts? Perhaps we start to overeat or overdrink. When we're feeling stressed, this is something that many of us do. And in fact, in our culture, it's quite acceptable. Nobody loves feeling stress in your body. And we've learned that numbing out by eating more salty snacks, sweet snacks, perhaps having an extra glass of wine can help you relieve the stress by numbing the brain a bit. Something just to become aware of. D, I thought to myself, when you're feeling more down, now it doesn't mean you have to be like in despair, right? I would hope that that would be a sign that it's obvious to talk to somebody, but maybe not. But when just day after day, it just is feeling like drudgery and heavy, that's a sign you need to speak up. Another thing that I found for myself is ditching exercise. Now, I enjoy exercise, and it's one of the best stress relief um, solutions that I've found over the years. And yet, when weeks get busy and I feel like I'm running out of time, what's one of the first things that I ditch? Exercise. And again, if this happens here and there, totally normal. But when you're starting to see a pattern of behavior, that's something, again, to just have a little alert. Huh, is this something that I need to be aware of? Finally, E. I've mentioned it before, but exhaustion, I think, should be at the top of the list. If you've not previously listened to my episode 11 on exhaustion being seen as a vital sign, I invite you to go back and take a listen. Now, I get it. It's hard work being a physician, particularly when we're in training, we're putting in long hours. And we, unfortunately, are trained to continue to work while being exhausted. But if day after day you have that headache, nausea, post-call feeling, that's something that needs to be addressed. Increased alcohol use. And of course, alcohol, as we know in medicine, we abbreviate it ETOH. And again, I think that this is something that we need to become more aware of. It's very normalized in our society, and it starts early in our medical training. I joked with the residents last week that it started in med school. After you take a test, you go down to Sally's, the local bar, to celebrate. Having beer, having a good time becomes normalized. And then in residency, it becomes a way to deal with stress for many people. And for some, it just becomes a habit that you have a hard day at work and you think to yourself as you're driving home, I can't wait to pour myself a big glass of wine. Now, of course, having a beer, a glass of wine, particularly if you're celebrating with others, is not a problem. But perhaps for some of us, it is becoming a problem when we're doing it repeatedly and more out of an urge and a habit than just, you know, having a glass with a nice meal. So again, none of these things are the ultimate answers. These are just some things that I've been thinking about that I want us to become more aware of. Why? Because burnout is real. More than 50% of us experience that at one point or another. Anxiety, depression, mental health issues are real amongst all people in our society, and particularly against physicians. And after having lost my dear younger sister to suicide in March, I've become much more aware, and I just want to sound the alarms, because we didn't know. 
I don't think she knew. So I'm just sharing this as an example of how we can kind of check in with ourselves, right? Check in regularly with ourselves, with our friends, with our colleagues. I can't wait to continue this conversation with all of you. I would love more ideas and I will be sharing more tips and tools on how to help us become more aware and how to relieve stress and all of the things that I've been talking about for the last, I guess it's been nine months since I started this podcast in January. So more will be coming, but I just wanted to share this little story about how I think that we need a code for life. I can't wait to hear from you. I can't wait to share your ideas. And until next week, peace and love to you. Are you ready to take control of your life and put these tools into action? I'm here to help. I offer free consultations for physician moms to see if my one-on-one coaching package is right for you. You can sign up for a free consult at www.mamadoclifecoach.com.